Hey, everybody. You are listening to Danielle Bloom's show, Rock Me Right. Hey, it's Danielle Bloom, and welcome to my segment, Rock Me Right. It's time to get inspired. So, do you remember last week when I asked you if you ever wondered how to make the dreams in your heart come alive? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today with Aaron Julison, the bass player for Kid Rock. Stay tuned. It's coming right up. Hey, hey, Aaron, how are you? Good morning. <laughs> Everyone, this is Aaron Julison, bass player for Kid Rock. We are talking to him today. Ladies and, and gentlemen. I, <laughs> I asked them last week how uh, they could bring their dreams alive. So they're ready to get inspired by you today, Aaron. So my first question for you is what was the defining moment in your life where you knew music was what you wanted to do? Well, I was, uh, I think I was around uh, maybe like nine or 10 and uh, I would hurry up and finish all my homework in our, in the school that I went to. And, uh, and then I asked to go to the bathroom and the teacher's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I'd be missing for, like, three hours, and they'd finally find me in the, uh, in the music room, like, playing. I'd been playing there for, like, three hours, and no one, no one even noticed. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That happened, uh, that happened for, like, three years in a row. So they, uh, they kind of saw something and, uh, you know, started letting me uh, play instruments. And, you know, my, my dad got me my first bass guitar. And then uh, I had no interest in playing bass at first because uh, I just I was fascinated with the drums and uh, I I liked keyboards like uh, I liked playing the piano a little bit but I hated the lessons and uh, I didn't really start playing any of those until more into my like teens you know fifteen sixteen uh-huh. when I started started really playing those a lot. That's amazing. And you didn't get detention at all from your three hours daylight um, in the music room. <laughs> well, they, they thought, uh, I, I was, I got in a lot of trouble, but they thought that I was not getting enough work. So they, uh, ended up, that's when I ended up skipping grades. They were like, they'd give me, uh, like seventh and eighth grades work together. And I, yes. was, I was so excited to do, you know, to, finish my work and play music that I would like I would finish both of those as well so they like skipped me up a grade and I ended up graduating really early yeah I remember that for those of you that don't know Aaron is also my brother so that's pretty rad Aaron um tell everyone where you're going right now because I know there's a little we can kind of hear a little bit of sound so I'm sitting in uh, a little bit of traffic on the way to rehearsal all right awesome what are some events that happened which led you to become the bass player Kid Rock. It was a lot of uh, floating around. You know, you and I had played in church, and and uh, I had started playing like in in different churches from different musicians that I met, and playing in the studio with them. And uh, that was kind of my first foray into into playing actual like professional music. And then I kind of just took every available 
you know, anytime someone would invite me somewhere or, or anything like that, I would I would go and uh, I guess now they call it networking. I just called it hanging out uh, back <laughs> yeah. in the day. I probably lived in, I don't know, maybe eight different cities in the, in the span of about eight, ten years. Um, right. So what you're saying, of, you were a couch surfer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, couch surfer, a bus surfer. <laughs> Uh, totally good. Uh, yeah, any of that. A, a floor surfer a lot, actually. <laughs> um, oh, man. So basically, I, it, it wasn't easy, right? N- no. I mean, yeah. well, that that part was, it was uh, it was easy enough because I, I was just so excited about this great sure. big world out there. And right. It was it was so much fun and so exciting to go to all these different places and meet all these different people. This is be- uh, pre, you know, uh, the band that I'm in now, but yeah, I, I basically just, I took every invitation, uh, I took basically any, anything I, you know, anything that was thrown at me, I would, uh, I would take it and I would, Mm -hmm. I would do it. So, and that, uh, that actually got me to, uh, really get to know a lot of, uh, a lot of people in the industry Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then, you know, that was kind of what led to uh, me playing bass for Kid Rock. That's, that's awesome. Uh, have you, obviously, Kid Rock is a household name. That's a given. Of course. Now, is it everything you expected making it to the top, which you did? It's everything that uh, that I expected, and it's a ton of stuff that I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Can you elaborate I'll, I'll, on some of those? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can on radio. On oh, those, I totally but, understand. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, I remember as well, so you started out playing in church, but also you were in a band with me. And then I remember yep. when you left and you were around like 16 and you joined another band and moved to Nashville. That yep. was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, no. And I remember you calling me years, you know, a year or two later saying, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm going to be uh, auditioning for Kid Rock. And we were all, what? oh, my gosh, that's so wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had been uh, his, his managers at the time, Art and Punch Andrews, they had kind of managed my, the band that I was playing in. And uh, that band actually broke up. They kind of kept me, I guess they you know, might have uh, saw something in me or whatever. So they kind of kept me under their wing and taught me the ropes, uh, brought me in. I started playing, uh, started playing. And then one day after like three or four of those trips up there, he's like, why don't you just, uh, why don't you just move up here? But you can crash with me and, you know, we're going to go on tour and do it. And I was, my jaw hit the table and I was like, <laughs> Oh my God! I was, uh, and at that point, I just turned 22. Mm-hmm. And at that point, so, you were thinking, "Wow, all of my years of going into the music room in school for three hours paid off." Right, right. <laughs> no, I mean that—that's really what it did. I had this weird. Everyone in the band jokes that I'm like a musical savant, where I, <laughs> you know, like don't have to, uh, don't have to like read anything or 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 write anything down, just like I can listen to it. That is very true. I have seen you work. We interrupt this program for a special message. (laughs) All right, you guys, right now, you can hear Aaron throw down that amazing bass that he always does. Kid Rock 
and the Twisted Brown Trucker Band all summer long. It was 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. Caught somewhere between a boy and man. She was 17 and she was far from in between. Summertime in Northern Michigan But you also are a brilliant songwriter and producer, which I have experienced many times working with you. You are amazing. I just wanted to ask Uh, you, (laughs) 
what are some artists you have collaborated with in the past um, besides yours truly? Uh, I've played a lot with uh, the North Mississippi All-Stars. Those guys are really, really good friends of mine, dear, dear friends, Cody and Luther Dickinson. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Um, we're actually uh, getting ready to do this side project just for, we just wanted to do it for fun with uh, Tash Neal, from, uh, the lead singer from the London Souls, and Cody Dickinson is going to play drums. And, uh, oh, that'll be amazing. Some, yeah, we're gonna see what uh, see what see what we can do. Uh, Cody just had a, Cody just had a baby though, so he's uh, he's in strict uh, COVID lockdown right now. So oh, totally uh, understand that. <laughs> well, we'll be, be excited to hear that for sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you didn't become a musician, Aaron, what would you be doing right now? Um. I I always loved uh, the sciences. I was uh, obsessed with uh, laying out in the night and like you know watching the stars and trying to find satellites. And I would probably doing be doing something in uh, in science. Yes, I could see that. That's probably uh, probably would have been it. Awesome. That or uh, uh, I don't know. There's there's a lot of hobbies that I love to do that I guess, you know, people get people get paid for. So, I don't know. I could probably think of a few things, but, yeah. You're science. glad where you're at, for sure. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I definitely uh, love where I'm at right now. So, what is one piece of advice you would give a musician or a musician just starting out? Um, I would say... There's a couple of things. Take, you know, take every, when you're just starting out, take every, everything that's offered to you, you know, whether it's a small gig or, uh, you know, a big gig or whatever, because in, in my experience, I could, you know, I, I did all these different things and I just, I would never hesitate. I'd just go to whatever I had to do. Mm-hmm. And that, that chain of events and meeting all these different people, you know, it's like not the telephone game, but you know, where where you just you meet this person and this person introduces you to another person and that like you know, sure. that's that's really where you get to lay the foundation of what you wanna what you wanna do in life. And also, uh, you know, be there's there's no uh, no need to be in competition with anyone else. You know, mm, that's like, a good one. I I got uh, I got my friends a bunch of you know a bunch of different gigs and like helped out and like I I was just being you know I was just thinking I was just being nice. I wasn't really thinking of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this was in Nashville and they were they were like oh my god everyone they were so surprised because everyone's so. You know, everyone's and yeah, it's so cutthroat, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "I'm not giving, you know, I'm not giving that guy up or whatever." And so I just, I didn't right. even realize what I was doing. But then, you know, it, it paid off so much because they, you know, other other people that I had helped really, you know, helped, and it, like this, the the gigs they got turned into like really big gigs and everything mm-hmm. else, and, and you know, they. 
they I I had so much free studio time coming from uh, so many people. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, they're like, you helped me so much back in the day, man. And I'd be like, oh my Aww. god, I forgot about that. You know, that's amazing. And you yeah. are right on that. But also, you are a very real, authentic, kind soul, Aaron. And obviously, you're my brother, so I really know you. But also, I have heard from other people who know you as well and have said that about you, that, you know, you are so down to earth. And despite you making it in what you're doing it right, you know, what you're doing right now in music, um, you're still a very kind, caring person. So that that speaks volumes. Ah, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) So one last thing before we have to go, and I know you have rehearsal, Talking about uh, bringing dreams alive, and so not just music. Maybe there's people listening who have other, you know, dreams in their heart that they just don't know how to get going. What would you tell them? You know, it may not be music. That may be starting a business or um, getting into sports or whatever. I, I mean, well, now with the with the internet, I mean, you can you can look up and research an idea or a project you're interested in or a you know field of study or whatever you want to go like i mean you know with the with how with how crazy the internet is i mean you can you know start you can start there look it up get a foundation for it you know almost uh i used to write little like outlines of what i would you know what what i was like trying to accomplish and mm-hmm. like you know leave them by my bed at night and then you know get up in the morning and be like oh, oh yeah okay that that one i'm gonna tackle that one. you know yes that's great make a make a strategy out and then just you know tackle one one bit at a time yeah and, that's uh, great that uh it really 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 helps it really does. And I like the saying, progress, not perfection. You know, we're not going to get everything all in one day and hurry, hurry, hurry. It's just little by little, right. day by day. That's right, great, Aaron. And, a, and a, uh, you know, someone also told me that uh, we were sitting around talking. They were, you know, I was saying, yeah, you know, some people have called me lucky and everything. And, and this, uh, this person just, like, sat me down with, like, luck is nothing but preparation, meeting, opportunity. Ooh, I love that. I know, and you've Which, told me that several times. That is amazing. It's, it's one, of my, uh, one of my favorite sayings, you know. It's, it's not, I mean, it, there is luck, you know, involved in some of it, but most of it is just, you know, someone being prepared and ready for whatever, you know, whatever might happen to them that day. That's great. Aaron, thank you so much. I appreciate You're you. You're welcome talking to all these amazing people listening. And, baby, it's a long way to the top, people, if you want to rock and roll. Thank you so much, Aaron. Have a great rehearsal. Thank you. Thank you.